0: Coming up on 5-Minute News After referring Trump for criminal conviction January 6 panel shuts down Kevin McCarthy struggles to find support for speaker vote And Moscow claims Ukrainian rocket strike kills 63 Russians It's Tuesday, January 3 I'm Anthony Davis. The January 6th Congressional Committee is shutting down, having completed a whirlwind 18-month investigation of the 2021 Capitol insurrection, and having sent its work to the Justice Department, along with a recommendation for prosecuting the disgraced former President Donald Trump. The committee's time officially ends today, when the new Republican-led House is sworn in. With many of the committee's staff already departed, remaining aides have spent the last two weeks releasing many of the panel's materials, including its 814-page final report, about 200 transcripts of witness interviews, and documents used to support its conclusions. Lawmakers said they wanted to make their work public to underscore the seriousness of the attack and Trump's multi-pronged effort to try to overturn the election. The committee's conclusion comes after one of the most aggressive and wide-ranging congressional investigations in recent history. The panel interviewed more than a thousand witnesses, collected more than a million documents and held 10 well-watched hearings with mostly Republicans on the stand. In the end, the bipartisan panel came to a unanimous conclusion that Trump coordinated a conspiracy on multiple levels, pressuring states, federal officials and lawmakers to try to overturn his defeat and inspired a violent mob of supporters to attack the Capitol and interrupt the certification of President Joe Biden's win. The panel recommended that the Justice Department prosecute Trump on four crimes, including aiding an insurrection. U.S. Representative Kevin McCarthy struggled to beat back hardline conservative opposition and secure enough votes to give him the speakership when the new House of Representatives convenes with a narrow Republican majority today. After a poorer-than-expected showing in the November midterm elections, McCarthy's fellow Republicans have been embroiled in a public brawl over who should lead their party once it assumes control of the House. A group of extreme Republicans oppose McCarthy's candidacy, concerned that he is less deeply vested in the culture wars and partisan rivalries that have dominated the House, and even more so since Donald Trump's White House years. They have criticised the California Republican for not taking a more aggressive stance against Democrats, who, under Speaker Nancy Pelosi, had been in control on priorities including government funding, defence and border security. With a narrow 222 to 213 Republican majority, McCarthy can afford to lose just four votes from his caucus to win the 218 he needs on more than half of the chamber's 435 members. Asked if he had the votes as he walked through the US Capitol on Monday, McCarthy told reporters, I think we're going to have a good day tomorrow. The Speaker will set the House legislative agenda during a period of divided government in Washington, with President Joe Biden's Democrats retaining the White House and the Senate. The power struggle could undermine House Republicans' hopes of moving forward with their plan to investigate Joe Biden's administration and his family. Ukrainian forces fired rockets at a facility in the eastern Donetsk region, where Russian soldiers were stationed, killing 63 of them, Russia's defense ministry said yesterday in one of the deadliest attacks on the Kremlin's forces since the war began more than 10 months ago. Ukrainian forces fired six rockets from a HIMARS launch system, and two of them were shot down, a Defence Ministry statement said. The strike, using a US-supplied precision weapon that has proven critical in enabling Ukrainian forces to hit key targets, delivered a new setback for Russia, which in recent months has reeled from a Ukrainian counter-offensive." According to the governor of Russia's Samara region, Dmitry Azarov, an unspecified number of residents of the region were among those killed and wounded by the strike on the town of Makivka. Russian military bloggers, whose information has largely been reliable during the war, said ammunition stored close to the facility had exploded in the attack and contributed to the high number of casualties. Meanwhile, Russia deployed multiple exploding drones in another nighttime attack on Ukraine, officials said on Monday, as the Kremlin signalled no let-up in its strategy of using bombardments to target the country's energy infrastructure and wear down Ukrainian resistance to its invasion. The barrage was the latest in a series of relentless year-end attacks, including one that killed three civilians on New Year's Eve. Russia has carried out airstrikes on Ukrainian power and water supplies almost weekly since October.